This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Stake Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Hello, it's the Super Sports Schools Podcast brought to you by Spur, and I'm Alex White. We have a bit of a different episode today. It's the end of term two, and so I'm going to go over some of my favorite school sporting moments of the term. Now, obviously, I'm going to miss out on many great moments that you might have seen, but the beauty of super sports schools is that many of these moments get far more exposure than ever before. The moments I've chosen are special for many different reasons, and they span multiple sports and multiple teams. This past weekend was Derby weekend in the southern suburbs, and just behind me is the Tinky Haynes Field where Bishops visited Rondebosch on Saturday and were able to defend a five-point lead with Rondebosch right on their line for the final few minutes of the game. It was tense, it was exciting, and as a Bosch boy, it was a disappointing result. But there is a reason why this game was special, beyond the rivalry and history that is synonymous with so many great derbies across sports and around the country. So often in school rugby, we think of breakaway tries, flair, champagne rugby, kick to the corner, not to the posts, and points galore. But on Saturday, it was the hugely anticipated, always tightly contested Bish-Bosh derby, and in the second half, not a single point was scored. Both teams performed tremendous defensive efforts. There was grit, determination, no one giving away anything, fighting until the final whistle. There hasn't been a Bish-Bosh derby for a very long time where no points were scored in the second half, And that's what I love about school sports. Even with all the history and expectation, you can still be surprised. But sometimes it's not the sport itself that's the only surprising thing. I've been in commentary for a few rugby games this year and I always enjoy finding new ways of conveying the moment. You don't just want to be saying, wow, that's good, over and over and over. However, I don't think this athletics commentator had a problem here. I've never heard so many ways of saying the same thing completely differently each time. Oh, and it was also an amazing 200-meter race. Have a listen to this passion. Up out clean is the man on the 20, 200 meters. Uh, Lachman Khabir is going to be chasing the man on the outside of him. Karim Abdrahman Karim Afanava Ulta Khabir. He's going to be Tome on the middle of the park. Is uh, Armand having what he's got? It's going to be the man Abdrahman Karim. Will the man Armand come back at him? It is a 200 meters. He looks at him. Armand takes it. And a 20.77. Brilliant race. Come at the hour. Come at the man. He looks out of the He stuck to his gun, he put the hammer down through the kitchen sink, chokes them, everything for the gold. Herman van Avald, national champion, under 20. Now, as I mentioned, I went to Rondebosch. It's an all-boys school, and there is a sport I'm currently obsessed with that I didn't know much about at school as a result, and that sport is netball. It's massive here on Supersport Schools, And we have the World Cup coming up in Cape Town this year as well. Now, we all know that for rugby, we get some of the biggest schoolboy attendances in the world in South Africa. Hilton Michael House is one of the biggest social events in KZN. And the Pal Derby is the most attended schoolboy rugby derby in the world. But a couple of weeks ago, we witnessed one of the most magical school netball derbies we've had the privilege of covering on Supersport Schools. Pochchimis and Pochvolkis went head-to-head for their annual FNB Classic Clash. 
schoolgirls and boys, families, friends and staff surrounded the court, creating an incredible atmosphere for the players. And I know that I'm not alone in discovering new sports, learning about new derbies and trends, and having a greater appreciation for the incredible sport across this country. So here are some of the top netball goals of the Term 2 season and I guess the year season so far. While I have watched many netball games this year, I've never played netball. The closest I've come is basketball and that is still quite different. At school there was a basketball court we used to run around on at break. Every now and then someone would bring a basketball and we'd have mini games on the court in amongst the other boys who were just trying to enjoy their break while also on the court so it was typically chaos. But shooting with a backboard was difficult enough. The perfection required from netball intimidates me. I think as someone who comes from rugby, I would find it incredibly difficult to freeze my momentum when I catch the ball. Keep that one foot still. 100% I would fall over. But these goals are fantastic. Just look at the calmness under pressure, the precision over and over and over again. It's amazing. Now, let's talk about some unexpected difficulties. Earlier this year, MD of Supersport Schools, Gerard Stein, was on the show to talk about the future of Supersport Schools and where it's come from. Just as we began to discuss the impact of load shedding, we felt its effects ourselves. Now, load shedding is one of the biggest challenges that Supersport Schools faces, from broadcasting, recording, to actually being able to connect to the internet and stream the games to you, and for you to be able to watch the games as well. It's a big challenge. But for teams, other issues can get in the way. Maritzburg College under-14s were delayed in arriving for their football fixture against Fairvale Secondary School this term. And as a result, they started the match 2-0 down as a repercussion for missing kickoff. But that didn't matter for college because they came back, showed incredible fighting spirit and won the match 3-2. Sometimes though, the way a season is laid out and how the victories fall can set up encounters that are anticipated more than they might have been otherwise. Let's look at when Sachs and Paul Ruiz's first hockey sides met earlier this month. At that point, Sachs were ranked by some as the top schoolboy hockey side, and they'd scored 73 goals in their previous 13 matches while conceding only 10. Paul Ruiz had won 20 matches on the bounce, during which they only conceded 9 goals. Paul Ruiz won the previous encounter during the annual Hibbert Shield final in Kroberger 3-2. So in this case, because of how the season panned out, an epic clash was set up. And on the day, Sachs showed why they are rated so highly by absorbing the pressure, thriving and winning by three goals to one. In that case, it was an encounter that had pundits drooling because it was so hard to call before the time. In other cases this term, we've seen historical upsets. One such surprise was when Irgia Janssen beat Monas 41-17 on the Russ von Royen. And... It isn't just the scoreline that's worthy of comment. It was Monas' first defeat in the Nuetval Cup since 2019, four years ago. Back then, they lost to Hult Makar in the semi-final. Also, interestingly, this was Irgir Janssen's first win over the Mighty Monument since 2015. A hat-trick of tries from Irgir Janssen's centre, Jandre Jacobs, as well as a 50-metre dash to the try line by David Twala, sealed a decisive victory for the visitors. Both are players who we've mentioned on this show before. David Twala, who plays fullback, kicked for his team too and was man of the match. Irgir Janssen, who have not lifted the Nuetval Cup in a decade and Gasfontein remain unbeaten this season. One of the most popular competitions on Channel 216 this year 
has been the Gauteng Development League, or GDL, for football. And the drama has been all over our Supersport School social medias. This is not rarely a single moment for me, but an appreciation for a league having more exposure than ever before. We've seen some amazing goals, whether it's firing it into the top corner or pulling off a stoppage time win, the league has been full of surprises and incredible performances. One of the top team performances of the season was when Westville Boys High couldn't stop scoring, beating DHS by five goals to one. That victory moved them to the top of their group in the KZN Coastal League. And there are many more stories like that in the GDL. We all know South Africa is a land of great inequality in opportunity, but often raw talent, prowess and champagne rugby can be found anywhere across our nine provinces. We are so blessed with talent. This term, Supersport Schools streamed the Wangaleetu High School Annual Rugby Festival. It was the second occurrence of the event and took place in the Eastern Cape. For me, it was full of amazing moments that showed even without the semi-professional support many top rugby schools have in this country, the game is alive and well, and the talent is overwhelming. Starting with a number four charging down the line, beating the back line chased not by a wing or a fullback, but by a tight head prop. Then there was some more traditional hot stepping from a number 12, a number 15 running the gauntlet, beating everybody and scoring solo, followed by opportunism, handoffs, celebrations, dropkick conversions, dummies from barefooted nines, grubbers to the corner, skip passes, up and unders, fantastic fans, great sportsmanship, and to top it all off, using a boot as a kicking tee to take a conversion. We're going to take a quick break here on the Supersport Schools podcast. I'll be back in just a couple of minutes to talk more about my favorite moments of the Term 2 season. In the meantime, let us know on social media what have you enjoyed the most of the Term 2 school sports season so far. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast because back bacon has more meat and less fat and we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees then serve it with two large eggs golden chips grilled tomato toast and jam and at only 49.90 for our unreal breakfast why not bring the whole family spur people with a taste for life t's and c's apply this is the super sports schools podcast brought to you by spur if you watch the urc this year you might know that world-famous social media personality The Rugby Guy was in Cape Town for the final. He's the expert when it comes to the goose step. It's powerful, it's dangerous, and it can be deadly. And he loves rating them out of 10. I remember in under 13 being goosed for the first time as a fullback, and I was left absolutely discombobulated face down in the dirt. But this, this was something special. The solo performance from the under-16A encounter between Gray College and Selborne College was given a 9.5 out of 10 by the legend himself, the rugby guy. And that clip has been viewed almost a million times on social media. It's just that good. Finesse isn't limited to rugby though. In this clip from a football match between DHS and Hillcrest, we see Hillcrest's 15 is under pressure. He uses some clever footwork but is overwhelmed. Then some good teamwork sees DHS as number 17 calmly tap it into the net. I'm pretty sure even if I was playing FIFA, I would have kicked that ball well into the crowd. It would have missed the net by 5 meters. The calm control from DHS is just unreal and that's why this is one of my moments of the term two season something else i remember 
is the early mornings from my rugby days. Now, I only played until grade 7, so typically my games started between 8 and 10 a.m., and in the middle of winter, they were cold. They were wet, much like today here in the Western Cape, and often, though, they were muddy. But I don't think they were ever quite as muddy as the encounter between Sachs and Paul Ruiz earlier this year. I'm a referee. I don't know how you could have told the difference between anyone in that match. Every single player was covered head to foot in mud. It was chaos. And I'm sure the field took a proper beating as well. And yes, massive appreciation to anyone who was involved in cleaning those kits. Now for some honorable mentions. If you don't know, Supersport School streams a lot of our sport using AI cameras. This allows us to capture the whole field and let the AI do the work of following the ball. It's great with hockey, football, rugby, etc. And it's also because we can't get people to every single match in the country every weekend. But the AI camera at Hilton captured its own demise earlier this term during a match between Hilton College and Pretoria Boys when the ball was kicked straight into it. It caused chaos, but luckily they got it up working again quite quickly. The Volderklava Rugby Festival gave us some amazing tries this term. TS Galaxy's goalkeeper made a match-winning assist when his team beat Tux in the GDL. He kicked it end-to-end. Oranya Macy's won the National All-Girls Festival Hockey Final, beating Rhenish 3-1. And the Supersport United FC striker introduced a FIFA 24 celebration that I think we can all agree we want to see next year. Finally, a moment that was very special for me personally. Earlier this year, Tim and I interviewed Tahira Augusti at the Standard Bank St. Mary's Hockey Festival, and we spoke to some players and coaches at Nuitsait, at Afis. You might have seen those two episodes, but at the same time, I was lucky enough to be put on commentary for two early morning games at Nuitsait in Pretoria, alongside former Springbok prop Lauren Sipaka. One of the games I commentated was Afis against DHS, the second 15s. We noticed, Lawrence and I, quite early on that Uffies were enjoying setting up malls from lineouts all over the field, but DHS had been quite good at stopping them close to the line. And then suddenly, 14 minutes into the game, Uffies set up a mall a few meters inside DHS's half. It started slowly and then picked up momentum and then split into two with DHS scrambling back to defend it. The mall went 50 meters and because it was collapsed at the last possible moment, it led to a penalty try for Uffies. It was incredible, and I got really excited. It was an awesome rugby moment, as you can hear from this. And they love them all, do Uffies. Van Dijk sets up another brilliant one. This one gaining already about five meters, and it's still going. What a fantastic rolling ball, driving up the field. It's gone 15 meters already. Advantage to Uffies. Are they going to go all the way? This is absolutely incredible. 20 meters brought down. Penalty try. We've had some amazing moments this term, and it may be over, but remember, term three is still coming, and that's often a special one. Matrix and grade sevens often play their last matches for their schools. Derbies are more emotional, more final, more important as a result. I remember my last rugby match I played was Bishbosh, and my team lost, but it was the most amazing game I've ever been a part of, and of all the rugby matches I've ever played, it's pretty much the only one I remember and enjoyed the most.
We're halfway through the winter season. You wouldn't think it's sitting here in the pouring rain at Rondebosch, but teams, coaches are soon going to be going back to the drawing board and preparing for the next season. But first, over the holidays, we have action all over the country. Various netball tournaments that we'll be bringing to you on Supersport Schools are going to be taking place. The hockey IPT that we're going to be discussing a lot more on this show takes place. It starts not this but next weekend in Bloemfontein. And then the various rugby weeks, including Craven Week at Otaniqua High School in George, are taking place. We'll be discussing all of that on the show and on Supersport Schools. You'll be able to enjoy it all. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Supersport Schools podcast brought to you by Spur. We want to hear from you. What has been your favorite part of Term 2 school sport? Do you have any moments that have stood out? Remember, the Supersport Schools podcast has new episodes every Wednesday at 7pm on DSTV Channel 216, on YouTube, our app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I've been Alex White. Thanks so much for joining me. Bye-bye. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spurs Take Ranchers.